What up, P silly listeners? Welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously, the professionally silly podcast. It's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And this is the podcast where we shoot the shit, where comedy can meet any topic that we discuss. First of all, shout out to all my listeners, new and loyal. I love y'all. I hope that you guys had a good week. Mine was meh. It rained a lot, so I definitely didn't have a dry experience at work. I'm outside a lot for work. I My day job is I'm a delivery driver, so, you know, rain or shine, snow, whatever, we out there. <laughs> but uh, I did get a chance to see the movie Megan. Now, it, it was interesting. I'll give you that. I, I, I wouldn't describe it as a horror movie, though. More like a... Um, more like a sci-fi thriller. It's an AI robot doll that can talk to you and do things, you know, like kill people. <laughs> you know, the, the usual things that AI robots do. But I, I definitely give it like a 7 out of 10 uh, for me. But I gotta say this, I, I gotta give the, the people, the marketing of Megan, like props. Let me tell you why. They, they did not use the same type of advertising and marketing that they use for, for releasing films, you know? And usually January is not like a release of a new movie uh, time frame, especially for something that's more of the sci-fi, thriller, horror genre. You know, that's why you always hear this fall, this summer. It's never this winter. It doesn't, it doesn't happen uh, very often, but the way that they advertise and market this movie is solely through social media, especially TikTok. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but that, uh, that weird, creepy doll dance when, when there's, you see like this little tiny little white girl with the, with the, with the blonde hair and she's like moving her arms and swaying and shit. Uh, that was like a part of the Megan movie marketing and they TikTok took that video, became a viral dance and everybody's talking about it. And then they released really dope trailers but they utilized social media to market this movie and pretty much they did a great job. From, from what I understand, they made like over $20 million. I think it was like $30 million uh, on this movie. And uh, I got to say, that's very interesting, especially when they actually released it. January is not usually the time that people were like, I want to release this new movie. It's going to be awesome. But they utilized social media and was able to pretty much show us a... Hey, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all of these other platforms besides, I would say, the mainstream, you know, they're very helpful for all types of projects. It's crazy. For, for the movie, Megan, think iRobot meets Chucky, but it's a robotic white girl, okay? <laughs> it's a robotic white girl AI doll named Megan. Now, I, I know that's kind of weird, but I, <laughs> I don't really know how else to describe her or it without ruining it in case you want to see it you know I don't want to do a spoiler here so but it is a fun movie not a movie that I absolutely had to see on the big screen it would have been just fine watching it at home on some sort of streaming platform service it would have been because you know sometimes you have movies that you just have to see on a huge screen with the surround sound and the popcorn and all that shit Megan it wasn't that for me if that makes any sense but it did kind of touch on what could happen if AI took over in real life. And it also kind of touched on how dependent people are on technology, especially like our phones, our computers, our iPads, our laptops, and all that kind of stuff. You know, our video games, all that. And Megan was 
was pretty much an iPad with an entire body, okay, that could talk to you. That would be insane in a scary way if that was a real thing. I mean, maybe it is and we just can't afford it. I don't fucking know. But I can tell you this. If anyone dressed as Megan comes up to me on Halloween, they better be ready for a fight to the death because that bitch is creepy. There's the scenes in the movie when I was just like, yo, that is creepy. Honestly, in my opinion, she made Chucky look like a toddler having a tantrum. Also, the auntie in this movie can get it. She can get it. She gave hella lesbian vibes in the movie. I don't know what, like, what it was about her though. Like, I was just getting some lesbian vibes. Anywho, <laughs> this movie made me want to throw out my Alexa. Like, I think I should probably get rid of her. She's dangerous. <laughs> On the show today, I have some, some more silly for you. Uh, I've got an update on Dana White. We talked about him last week. I have an Amazon employee who realized just how shitty his job really is, pun intended. Plus, there is a guy running around with more kids than Nick Cannon and more. So let's go ahead and get to it, y'all. By the way, pictures can be found on the podcast Instagram at It's Pro Silly. Before we get to the silly, as usual, do me a favor. And this is where I beg you to leave me a five star and written review on whichever platform that you're listening to. Hook up your audible boo thing with the opportunity to earn more listeners. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and download episodes so that you can get pro silly with me without needing Wi-Fi or data. I don't know why I said it like that, but you know, <laughs> it's crazy how every podcaster is always begging for that. Please give me five stars. I need a written review. I have become them because I realize just how important that is for your podcast to find any success, whether it be sponsorships, whether it be ads, what have you, because it would be great to make some money, at, you know, off of doing all of the research and typing and recording and editing, you know, to make a little bit of money so I can pay some of these bills. You know what I'm saying? So that's what these five stars and written reviews do. And that's why every podcaster, content creator, YouTuber, TikTok, whoever, that's why we're always begging for you to, you know, give them positive feedback so that the algorithm can see, hey, this person, they actually might be worth it. Let's go ahead and share their content with, with the masses. You know what I mean? So yeah, do that. Okay, so here's a question that I want to ask you before we get started. Have you ever wanted to slap the shit out of someone you don't like without getting arrested? Dana White found a way to make some money off of that want. Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. First of all, let me go ahead and start off by explaining any crazy <laughs> random sounds in the background. I'm not being murdered. There's no one breaking in the house. Uh, this was just happened to be the only time that I was able to record this episode. And it's also the same day that we're getting our roof fixed. So <laughs> when you got a day job, you got to take the time that you have. You know what I'm saying? But I will do the best to uh, edit out that sound if it is heard. All right, so let's go ahead and get back to it. All right, listen, I won't lie. There are a few people in this world that I would have loved to have slapped. And there's a few people that I would love to currently slap. I ain't gonna lie about that either. But <laughs> so far in my lifetime, I have only slapped two of them. But trust me when I say plenty others deserve these hands, okay? What is the five fingers? Say to the face! 
What? Slap! But if you told me that I could do it on national TV in a competitive setting and not get arrested, yo, where do I sign up? Do you need me to use black or blue ink? I got it. <laughs> Take my money, please. <laughs> well, Dana White has found a way to make money off a dream I never knew I even had until he created it. Because last week, we talked about Dana, who was president of the UFC. And we t I told you about him and his wife squaring off in a, in a club in Cabo on New Year's Eve. You know, and it's kind of crazy if you ask me. I mean... <laughs> This thing, it, 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 was, it was in a public area on a very popular holiday on a balcony where everyone can see you and this is the time y'all decide to beat the shit out of each other? Yeah, I don't know. You, you know what I noticed? Nobody panics when things go according to plan. Even if the plan is horrifying. Nobody panics. Because it's all part of the plan. I, I'm going to tell you why I bring that up a little bit later on. Okay, but if you missed last week's episode, go ahead and take a listen to that one because it, it was a good, okay? So anyways, Dana has now created the Power Slap League. Yes, I said Power Slap as in an open-handed assault to the fucking face. Yes, Power Slap. So not long after slapping the shit out of his wife, like maybe uh, maybe a week had, had passed, he has started advertising on social media uh, to promote his new slapping people in the fucking face league. And um, and honestly, I think it's, it's probably genius because people, yes, people are talking about what happened in Cabo with his wife, but that also means they're probably also talking about his power slap league. I mean, I'm talking about it. It's working, fam. Okay, what if, what if the whole fight with his wife was staged and it was to help promote his new project. I mean, I doubt it, but, you know, these days it feels like anybody is, is capable of doing anything. All right, so let's talk power slap. There are videos going around of grown men slapping each other so hard, some of them get knocked out, which is crazy. Now, I think... I think they have it set up also as like a reality TV show because I saw a clip of a of, of a lot of men in a house and they're talking shit and they're fighting. It was giving bad girls club with lots of testosterone. Okay, that's what it was. That's what it was giving. So it's it's supposed to premiere on um, TBS January 18th, which was this week. If you listen the moment I upload, which I'm sure you all do, <laughs> there's a championship belt and everything like it's legit it's like the the we but with only slapping I, I, <laughs> i'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm i'm intrigued and i'm probably gonna watch it i want to see what this is man it just it looks crazy and I, I honestly can't imagine it lasting very long maybe a season or two it's just or maybe it'll end up switching platforms because right now it's on TBS. Maybe it'll end up going on like, I don't know, like Discovery Plus or like Paramount Plus. It'll probably end up going on a, one of those one of those streaming platforms is my opinion. But also these mainstream channels, they're in competition with social media. They're in competition with YouTube. They're in competition with Instagram and Facebook and all these other platforms where people are able to create content. And they obviously think this is something that can bring people back to TBS 
And I, I mean, I'll be real with you. I haven't watched t- anything on TBS in forever. And when I have or did or do whatever, it's usually a rerun of something. They're known for dope ass reruns. So this might be a way to rejuvenate, you know, their company. I don't know. It's just not the UFC or the WWE. But what the fuck do I know? You know, Dana White's net worth, according to Alexa, is about five hundred million dollars. And you do not get that wealthy by making dumbass decisions. And if you make a dumbass decision and it doesn't go well, I mean you still worth five hundred million. Good. <laughs> so so if you're interested, check out their Instagram and watch the videos that they post for yourself at Power Slap on Instagram. Once again, it's at Power Slap. It's uh it's 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 something else. Something else. Next up, Angela Bassett makes history. Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Okay, so I I have some kick-ass news. And when I tell you that I am proud, yo, I feel like she my auntie or something. So I want to go ahead and shout out to the amazing, the beautiful, the talented Angela Bassett, who made history last week by winning the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. She is the first person to win a Golden Globe in the acting category for a role in a Marvel film. And uh, it has never been done. So this is super cool. I'm proud of you, Auntie, in case you listen and you know, what's up? <laughs> it's, it's great, man. It really is. Because let's be honest with you. Marvel or any type of comic book movie or action movie like that, uh, or, or, or even horror, there are certain genres that are not considered uh, or taken very seriously when it comes to uh, award shows, especially uh, prestigious awards like that. I'm not sure why, but you don't really see a lot of sci-fi and Marvel stuff and things like that. It, it just or horror. You don't see it. So the fact that she is so amazing at what she does and she did it in a Marvel movie and she was able to wow everyone enough to not just nominate her, but choose her for the Golden Globe. That is amazing. You understand? That's great. Now think about how many Marvel movies there are out there. There are a lot of them. No one has ever won a Golden Globe for any of them. So this is certainly something to celebrate. Not only, not only was she the first one, but she's a woman and she's a sister. So <laughs> I'm extra excited because y'all know when somebody black do something good, we all be like, yeah, we feeling ourselves. You know, <laughs> like I feel like I want a Golden Globe too. She, I was great in Wakanda Forever. Y'all didn't see me. My soul was intertwined with Angela Bassett. I was there. You just you just didn't know. That's fine. <laughs> but congratulations to her. I'm um I'm just extra excited because the Marvel Cinematic Universe, let me tell you something. In my in my opinion, yo, know, the MCU, they better thank their lucky stars that Angela Bassett allowed them to be in her fucking presence. You go, girl. I want you guys to uh, listen to her acceptance speech. Ah, oh, I just love her. She is great. At January 22nd, 1994, I stood on this stage and accepted the Golden Globe for what's love got to do with it. The late Toni Morrison said that your life is already a miracle of chance, just waiting for you to, to order its destiny. 
But in order for that destiny to manifest, I think that it requires courage to have faith. It requires patience, as we just heard. And it requires a true sense of yourself. It's not easy because the path is circuitous and it has many unexpected detours. But by the grace of God, I stand here. I stand here grateful, grateful, grateful to the Hollywood Foreign Press for giving me this honor along with Wakanda forever. Grateful to my amazing team who every day, each and every one of them work work along with me and beside me and on my behalf each and every day. Grateful to my family, Courtney, B. Vance, Bronwyn, and Slater. I love you from the depths of my heart. And my mother always said that good things come to those who pray. And I see the truth of that every day as we welcome each new day as a family. To my Marvel Disney family, Ryan Coogler, mm. <laughs> Kevin Feige, Luis Diaz-Bazito, Victoria Alonso, and Nate Moore, the cast and the crew, weeping, weeping may come in the evening, but joy comes in the morning. We embarked on this journey together with love. We mourned, we, we loved, we healed and we were surrounded each and every day by the light and the spirit of Chadwick Boseman. And we have joy in knowing that, well, with this historic Black Panther series, it is a part of his legacy that he helped to lead us to. We showed, we showed the world what Black unity, leadership, and love looks like beyond, behind, and in front of the camera. And to the Marvel fans, Thank you for embracing these characters and showing us so much love. We, we just made history with this nomination and with this award. It belongs to all of you, all of us. Thank you. Once again, congratulations to Angela Bassett. She is amazing. I love her so much. <laughs> I love you, Auntie. <laughs> Next up, another reason why Amazon is a shitty place to work. Pun is hella intended. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Is Amazon a shitty place to work? Well, there is one employee who says yes, <laughs> without saying yes, okay, because on a particular day, it literally was a shitty place to work. Amazon employee Charles Amasinangelo, which I'm sure I said his name wrong, I'm sorry, but I tried. The rehearsal that went into this, like I thought if I said it real fast, it'd be like, boom, nailed it. I did not. If only you knew how hard I worked on trying to pronounce this man's last name. Anyways, Charles, <laughs> Charles fell into a septic tank while delivering packages for Amazon, and he was walking and the ground fell from under him and he was trapped in raw sewage like a like like human waste that type of raw sewage and maybe others i don't know what else is in sewage but i know i know that's in there anyways he tried to climb out but he couldn't and yeah this it was mm, it's just ugh, it's gross to even think about and i get this is the part that this is the part that kind of kind of shook me a little bit <laughs> kind of even pissed me off for him if that makes any sense but 
after he was rescued by firefighters, he continued his route. What? He continued his route. He had 100 more stops to make, and Amazon decided to give him a break and, uh, you know, send him someone to grab 50 of those packages so he wouldn't have to deliver all 100. Get the entire fuck out of here. Oh, hell no. They didn't even say, hey, man, listen, I'm sorry that you were submerged in human waste. Tell you what. Now, you only have to deliver half of the load that's left, even though you were surrounded in other people's loads. Like, <laughs> no, come on, man. That's ugh. Anyway, so this is the audio of the videos, of one of the videos that he filmed uh, and posted on his TikTok page whilst, whilst in the septic tank. Uh, there's a part one, two, and three, and I'll play uh, a few of the clips from it. All right, so here it is right here. So delivering to this customer's house and I just fell into a septic tank. I think it, I don't know if they were digging it or what, but I walked by it and the ground came out underneath me. I'm like six feet down and I tried using these roots around me to get out and it just pulled more dirt on top of me. So I just called dispatch. Hopefully they're going to get the cops or the fire department here because I definitely don't want to try to climb out on my own again because like I said, the walls are kind of caving in on me. A little bit scary. Uh, fire department's coming. I'm standing in knee-deep sludge, piss and shit, pretty sure. Uh, the rabbit fell in here somewhere, and I am not digging for it, so the rabbit's gone. And uh, again, I tried to pull on these vines to get out, and the ground just kind of pulls, it pulls big chunks of dirt in, and I really do not want to die in somebody's fucking whatever you call these things i can't even think right now hopefully they'll make me finish my route i still got like 100 stops left but you never know okay uh am i am i the only one that's thinking lawsuit uh, not not only suing amazon but the homeowners and the people who installed the septic tank fam i'm suing the dude who mowed their lawn too i'm suing code enforcement i'm suing anyone that i could think of god damn it you, you get sued you get sued everybody gets sued because i'm standing in a six foot pit which we later find out was about 13 feet pit of human waste up to his like legs, like his knees, maybe even his thighs. I don't even know if his junk was touching it, but the point is everyone's getting sued. I should not be standing in human waste. Come on. <laughs> My question is, were there any signs, any uh, tape up there saying, hey, be careful? Was there any, you know, warning? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you have a hole in your home or you have, like, there shouldn't there be some sort of sign? You, you know what? I'm not part of code enforcement but I would sue them, <laughs> that's for damn sure. Okay, so I actually have another clip, audio clip I want you to hear, and I even hate to play this audio on here because I really loathe Fox News and the man who I'm about to share with you, Tucker Carlson, I loathe him as well, but I'm gonna play you a, a little clip of, uh, of his interview with Fox News. Okay, so here we go. An Amazon delivery driver in Apple Valley, California, dropping off packages when he steps and falls inside a septic tank. So the fire department did come and rescue that man. And here's the thing. At a moment when people are dismissing American workers as lazy or disengaged, that man took a shower and then continued his route. 
And we were very impressed with that. In fact, we gave him the Employee of the Month honors, and then we found him. His name is Charles Amicangelo. He joins us tonight. Thank you. You Parker. fell into this like a tiger trap without seeing it. Is that correct? Um, no, actually, I did see the hole. Um, I walked by it uh, on my way to deliver a package, and then I walked by it again on my way back to my vehicle. And uh, the ground next to the hole is what collapsed underneath me. Uh, even though I, I kept a bit of a distance from the hole, I still managed to fall in because of the ground collapsing under my feet. And uh, also, I wanted to let you know, the fire department confirmed with me the drop wasn't six feet, it was actually 13 feet. That's unbelievable. This is not something I would have ever imagined happened. Your, your coolness under pressure inspires the rest of us, but also your commitment to your job. I mean, Thank once you. you fall into a 13-foot septic hole, I mean, you kind of deserve the day off. I mean, people take holidays off I've never heard of before. Did you consider <laughs> just calling it a right. day and having a beer? I did consider it. Um, you know, I think... Um, there was there was several things that that caused me to decide to go ahead and finish the route and you know it was probably i was on a good adrenaline rush um you know my time in the marine corps you know as a marine you know we're, we're conditioned to always accomplish our mission you know so that was going through my head but another big thing is that um had i not uh completed my route or attempted to at least other drivers who had already been out there and done their entire routes would, would get stuck having to finish my route, and I just didn't think that would be fair to them either. Um, but I did voluntarily offer to take my route, so... I hope yeah. you're rewarded for it. You're, you certainly have our admiration for it. Charles <laughs> and McAngelo, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Tucker. So impressive. First of all, the one, one of the reasons I wanted to share a little audio clip from Fox News is for, I didn't know that he was a, a former Marine, I guess once a Marine, Always a Marine, Semper Five. Thank you for your service. I hope that he does hear this sometime. Maybe I'll send him a clip. Um, but uh, that kind of makes sense because I am also a delivery driver by day. That is my day job. And when I tell you the things that I see on the road and how people, first of all, just how people treat me when I'm in a large truck, I'm constantly cut off. People are always trying to, it's crazy because they don't realize that my truck is large. So I cannot stop as quickly as they can. You know, people never use blinkers. It's dangerous out there. Let me just tell you this. Also, this has become like a, a driver vent. If you get something delivered and you live in an apartment complex and your building has a number or letter, put it in the fucking address, please. Because I don't live with you. None of your other delivery people who drop you shit uh, don't know, have never met you, probably have never even been to your area. Please include that. Because just because you live, just because your apartment number is apartment number 100, that does not mean that we automatically know that you're in building A or building 100. It can be building 1, building Z, <laughs> building 3000, apartment 100. It, it, it doesn't, you'd be surprised how many addresses that we deliver to that make absolutely no sense. Please give us all the information. Also, if you're getting something delivered and it's dark outside and you know for a fact that you're getting your delivery when it's dark, turn on the fucking porch light. We don't want to be serial killed. We want to turn on the porch light. Come on, man. We're going to a property we've never been to. There could be rocks, toys, water hoses. I have stepped and tripped over all of these things because it was too goddamn dark. Turn on the porch light, please. You know what I'm saying? But people do not think about delivery drivers. And as I've been doing it for about over a little over a year. And I can tell you right now, you know, we are not thought of at all. The least you can do is keep the walkway clear so that our dollies can carry all of your heavy-ass shit to your door. Dicks.
just like I said last week in last week's episode, don't be a dick, asshole. I actually have another clip of an update from the man uh, who fell inside of the septic tank. I went around and I found his TikTok and uh, he gave us a, city, a shitty situation part three is what he actually calls his, his three-parter series of being trapped in a septic tank. And I want to go ahead and share what he had to say here. All right, so I'm assuming there people are going to want an update on this one. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But um, if you were wondering, the famous thing we always ask on the subreddit, uh, but can you finish your route? Well, unfortunately, the answer for me was yes. Uh, I guess I'm too nice. I um, went home, took a quick shower, uh, left my clothes in the backyard because they were covered with human feces and urine and all that good stuff. And um, by the way, the fire department showed up, the police showed up, an ambulance showed up, and a fucking helicopter showed up all for me. So that was mighty nice of them. Uh, ended up dropping a ladder down there and getting me out. The fire chief told me that that was a dangerous situation I was in, and I probably didn't realize how dangerous it was because when he got there, he said, don't move. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to finish my route. So be safe out there. Watch out for sinkholes. Watch out for septic tanks. And just keep on moving on, people. I want to add that I also understand what it's like to not want to put your route or your load of deliveries on another driver because we all know how difficult the job can be. And so I'm exactly like him. I probably would have finished my route too. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, as a delivery driver, new fear unlocked. What? It had never occurred to me that I can fall into a fucking septic tank or any type of hole in the ground or that the ground will give up from under me in someone's yard. That's scary as shit. Okay, coming up, this guy has more children than Nick Cannon. Let's talk about it. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. All right, so this is crazy. You guys don't know this, but this is literally the third location of me attempting to, to record this podcast episode. I started in my bedroom. Then I went down to the dining room. Oh, fourth. Because after that, I went to... <laughs> I went to the living room, but the roofers, it just got louder and louder and louder. Now I am in my car in a parking lot behind a grocery store. The level of determination to complete this episode is real. Like I am literally sitting in my car in the parking lot in the back of like behind a grocery store. Yes, determination, bitches. <laughs> So I came across a new podcast that I want to share with you guys, the Sis Let Me Tell You podcast. And if you like gossip, helpful advice, and a good time, this is the podcast for you. Jazz and Jess are my twin cousins, but listen, y'all know I don't promote anything I don't enjoy. And when I tell you I have other people that I personally know in my life that have projects that y'all haven't heard of, well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> so shout out to Jazz and Jess for jumping headfirst into this podcasting world. It's a lot of fun, a lot of work, and I think you guys are kicking some ass. Hey there, it's Jess and Jazz. 
We're twins and we host Sis Let Me Tell You podcast. We talk about celebrity gossip, personal stories, and addictive alternating segments every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on all streaming platforms. We have a good ass time. We really do. <laughs> we'll catch y'all on Tuesday. See ya. The man who has more children than Nick Cannon. I got to tell you, I never thought I'd be able to say this on this podcast, but here we are. There is someone out there that's got more kids than Nick Cannon. And uh, I, I came across a post on my Instagram timeline, and I just had to share it. I, I did, because there is apparently, um, this was back. This is apparently back in like 2012, Knoxville, Tennessee. So a man that lives in Knoxville, Tennessee, his name is Desmond Hatchett, who, who was 33 years old at the time. He fathered, um, well, he fathered like 24 kids. He had a lot of kids, a lot of kids. And we thought Nick had the only loose cannon. Mm -mm, nope. <laughs> Desmond here with the championship belt. What? Because currently now, like in, in this in, in 2022, I think he has like 30 kids right now. But back in 2012, he had 24, 21 or 24 kids. I, I lost count. I mean, I'm sure he did. Shit. But this is by 11 different women. I cannot imagine. So according to CNN, uh, the YouTube channel, and, uh, you know, dailymail.co.uk and many other sites, Desmond is asking the courts to give him a break from paying child support. Once again, this is back in 2012. And he says he, he only has a minimum wage job, so he's already not making enough money for himself, let alone, you know, 30 fucking kids. So legally, half of his paycheck is taken from him by the state monthly. And that money is divided between all of his, you know, all 30 of his kids, okay? And apparently... He has uh, set a Knox County record for the number of children that he's produced with individual women. So here is where things kind of made me say, what the fuck? Okay, after half of his money was taken from his minimum wage paycheck, he is only able to provide about $1.49 a month to hit to the mother of his children we're talking once again 11 11 uh women and <laughs> and this isn't even the first time that he has been in court involving his children now back in 2009 he appeared in court on a few charges of um, a, a few of the mothers weren't receiving their child support so at that time he had 21 children in, uh, back in 2009. He was even interviewed uh, later saying that he, <laughs> that he wasn't going to have any more kids and he didn't intend to have any, you know. <laughs> he literally said, and I quote, it just happened. How do, you, how do you just accidentally have 30 children? I feel like after the first four, maybe after the first two, you're like, yo, my sperm has superpowers. I should probably do something about this. What the f <laughs> If this man doesn't stop spreading his seed all over the damn state of Tennessee, listen, I <laughs> Tennessee women, y'all better be careful out there. <laughs>
but if you are listening uh, and you live in Tennessee right now, go ahead and uh, check out the podcast Instagram so you can see what this man looks like. I, I, I want you to stay clear of him. OK, he might brush up against you. You're going to be pregnant. So this is your full warning. All right. <laughs> I can't help but wonder if these if these women knew about all his kids before laying down with him. Did they know that he had a lot of kids or did he had kids at all? Like, did he tell him? Did, did they know and they ignored it? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. Or did they just not know at all? I'm sure I'm sure a couple of them probably probably knew, you know, and if so. Here's my question for them. If they were aware, why would you allow this highly fertile, this fertile ass man inside of your body? Why would you let that happen? Come on. Oh, my God. Fam, let me tell you right now. I'm not going to Tennessee ever again. Okay, I'm not. I, I'm not about to get knocked up because we both happened to be at Dunkin Donuts trying to get a latte and he exhaled near me. Now I'm pregnant as fuck. No, Desmond, stay away from me. <laughs> what? Now, here's the thing. The state, the state cannot legally make him stop having children. OK, but the state can tell women what to do with their bodies. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Now, I'm going to need Nick Cannon. Desmond Hatchett and any other men like them to stay away from vaginas for a little while if they can or maybe get that snip snip right quick because you know I'm just saying because they about to start a whole new human race brah god damn what do you guys think about this yeah, it's kind of funny because if Nick's Cannon's kids grow up and they meet any of Desmond's kids which is a lot of them for each you see what I'm saying they have children like after a while, like their family tree is just, oh my God, they're going to take over the world. They're going to take over. Jesus Christ. Let me know what you guys think about this on the Professional and Silly Facebook pod group. I am curious about this. Next up, there's more going on with Desmond, and it ain't good. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Okay, so there is more to the serial baby daddy than we thought. According to WBIR.com, an article by Madeline Torres back in September 7th, uh, back on September 7th, 2021, Desmond was a felon. Now, he was 42 at the time. Um, and this is like two years ago. So he was 42 at the time. And uh, he was wanted for seven outstanding warrants in Knox County. It was for aggravated burglary, violation of, uh, of an order of protection, robbery, rape, aggravated domestic assault, and failure to appear uh, on a few of those charges. So, so what happened was there was an attempt on uh, to a traffic stop with Desmond, and he was like, yo, I'm not stopping, and he took off and a high-speed chase ensued. So they did catch him, and he was arrested, and now he has additional charges, evading arrest and probably several traffic violations as well. Now, it is said that he has over 100 charges to deal with. So far, according to WVLT.TV, uh, an article by... Cameron Morgan Rumsey, I hope I said her name correctly, on March 16th, 2022, which was last year, uh, Desmond has been indicted 
on charges of violation of driver's license law, evading arrest, failure to provide evidence of financial responsibility, reckless driving, and the worst of all violations, a window tent law. So <laughs> I had to find a way to lighten this shit up. God damn, Desmond. Anyways, I'm thinking that it, it's going to be uh, harder for him to pay his child support while he's in prison. Because I, I guarantee one of these charges are going to stick. And all of these charges, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but they all seem like yeah, kind of serious. <laughs> a couple of them a couple of them are even felonies. So this is, uh, is going to be interesting. Well, ladies, um, I'm assuming he's single. And if you're interested, he's definitely fertile. All the sperm you could ever want. But I don't know if they allow conjugals these days. So good luck with that. Speaking of sperm. Oh, man, there are so many sentences I have said on this podcast that I never thought I would. Speaking of sperm. Next up, let's talk about Hunter Biden. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Okay, so Hunter Biden is in the news again, but not for something good, which is honestly, you know, per the usual. Um, if, you, if you live under a rock or maybe you just don't give a fuck, I don't know. But Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's second son. And he's he's an attorney, and uh, he slept with a stripper named London Roberts, which I'm assuming is her government name. I don't know, because London is kind of a cool stripper name, too. Anyways, um, she gets pregnant after he, you know, right inside that area. I have no idea why I did that. Just pretending I didn't do it, because I'm not going to edit that part out. Uh, so they did the nasty, and uh, she, you know, falls pregnant, <laughs> which I think is a weird way to say, I fell pregnant. <laughs> so she ended up getting knocked up, okay. And Hunter, of course, wasn't too happy with that. So, uh, but she did decide to keep the child, who was now four years old. Her name is Navy Joan Roberts, which is kind of a cool name, Navy. All right, that's, that's not bad, it's not bad. So being the great guy that Hunter Biden is, um, he <laughs> he is trying to get his child support lowered. And on top of that, he's asking the court to stop his baby mama from giving their love child his last name, his surname. So he he claims that it would protect her peaceful existence if her name wasn't Biden which is kind of ridiculous because, Hunter, if you would just take a second and stop destroying your family's legacy at every turn, your last name would be pretty kick-ass. Because <laughs> the man is a wrecking ball. My God. Even if his father wasn't the president of the United States or wasn't involved in politics, this dude I would not want as a son. I'm sorry. I know you're supposed to love all your kids no matter what, but this guy is a dick. <laughs> He's a dick. Okay, we're not even going to talk about the fact that he has a that he has a crack addiction, which is kind of crazy to me because his dad's the president. You know, he's also a lawyer. He has access to money, and crack is the drug of choice. You know, crack is cheap. Crack is whack. Okay, it is, bro. You can afford cocaine. What are you doing? <laughs> Get some weed. Like, and marijuana is legal in several places of the country. Why not just smoke a joint? You know. Okay. Oh, oh, also, drugs are bad. Don't, don't do drugs. <laughs> okay, so not only is he addicted to crack, um, my guy is, is, has been 
under investigation for super shady foreign business deals. Okay, and he's even been seen on camera waving a gun around whilst whilst being naked. Waving a gun around why he ain't got no clothes on. And at the time he was with a prostitute. So, like I said, I mean, are we even sure this kid even wants his fucking last name? <laughs> you know what I mean? This is crazy. Now get this. He initially denied sleeping with London, um, you know, the the former exotic dancer. So what happened was is he met London in Arkansas while she was working there. And um he met her around the time. This is kind of fucked up. He met her around the time that he was dating his older brother's widow. Yeah, I'm going to repeat that in case you got confused. He met the stripper who he impregnated at the same time he was dating his older brother's widow. Let that sentence sink in for a second. Yeah, this guy is a class act. Class act. I can see why his wife was done with his ass because I think they divorced like back in 2017 or 2018 or something. And that <laughs> that's when he decided to go after his dead brother's wife. What the f Why are you the way that you are? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Huge dick. This guy is a complete asshole. My God. Listen, don't be a dick asshole you know what i mean <laughs> so anyways thank you nypost.com for the information that i found on this dude's got serious problems man if there is any, if if i needed a therapist took human form it is this man what the fuck <laughs> it's the professionally silly podcast if there is anything that you can learn from this podcast episode. It's some people really should not have children. Okay. <laughs> some they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Oh my God. And also slapping people is now a sport. And Angela Bassett is the shit. Uh, but honestly, all of you should have known that last one. A Angela Bassett has been the shit for quite some time. Get it together. Understand what's happening in the world. <laughs> Professionally silly life rules. First of all, I want to thank you guys so much for listening and uh, dealing with probably the different types of audio sound quality in this episode since I <laughs> since I recorded in four different locations trying to get this shit ready. It's crazy, but I tell you what. I would not have been able to do it without my my Shure MV7 microphone because it, it, the the quadio the quadio the audio quality wait the audio quality holy shit <laughs> the audio quality is definitely a lot better with having to do all this with the Shure MV7. If I tried to do this with like my the microphone that comes with my with my cell phone, yo, know, it just would not the built-in mic it would not sound good at all so at least the audio quality is still good that's a hard word to say like a combination audio quality holy shit anyways guys subscribe to this podcast <laughs> on whichever platform that you're using so that you can be notified when a new episode is posted also once again do your girl a favor and leave a five star and written review on this podcast whichever platform that you're listening on especially if it's Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
and also Google Podcasts. These reviews, they do a lot more than you think, as I explained earlier in the episode. So please do me that favor and help me catch some dreams. I would fucking love it. Because let's be honest, this show is fucking titties and you guys know it. Stop it. (laughs) If this is your first time listening, come back and join in on the silly and binge all the episodes you haven't heard yet. You know, grow with me. When I start a new podcast, I like to start from the beginning, binge that shit and catch up to where they are now. I like to grow with a content creator. It's just my thing. But I also do the same thing with like TV shows. Like I can't start from like season three. I got to go from the beginning and figure out who the fuck that is. (laughs) You know, that's just that's just how I do it. That's me. And also share this podcast with a friend. Don't hog all the silly to yourself. Don't be don't be rude. Share, share it and don't forget to check out the podcast twitter and instagram at it's pro silly and of course check out the professionally silly pod group on facebook if you have any dramas or stories that you want to share any experiences whatever you know send those in maybe you want advice or you want the opinion of the p silly listeners on something email me at it's professionally silly at gmail.com send those in You can also leave me a message or text message on my Google Voice number, 805-664-1828. And if you would like to be anonymous, please be sure to let me know uh, when you contact me. If you're not aware and you listen to this podcast on Spotify or on Anchor, there is a Q&A section where you can share your opinion on the episode or whatever question is posted on there. So I asked you guys last week on a poll, who you thought was the asshole in the am I the asshole segment that I did. And so far, 100% of you, which is like, I don't know, four of you so far, that has said that the boyfriend was the asshole. If you missed that episode, go back and take a listen and uh, be sure to share your opinion. This week's question is going to be, how do you feel about men who are serial reproducers? Let me know in the Q&A section or on the Professionally Silly podcast facebook group now i also want to go ahead and shout out ebony and jp's comment on last week's episode don't be a dick asshole so uh i asked them you know what do you think about this episode and ebony said loved it the mic sounds nice yes this microphone is quite sexy and i'm very glad that you're enjoying it it's expanding the audio quality of a beautiful voice that has already existed. Hello. <laughs> Not me being extra. Also, shout out to JP Steele. JP says, so good. And thanks for the shout out. You are more than welcome. It was easy to do. I didn't have, uh, there wasn't a lot to choose from. It was just two of y'all. So I was like, boom, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show my appreciation. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I, I really do. I want to shout out and also thank everyone who has taken the time to leave written reviews, to leave five stars, to comment on my Q&A, to join in on the podcast, on the Professional Silly Podcast Facebook group. People who actually look at the pictures on my Instagram, who tweet the podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And, and those people who do that, I know that you truly you know, enjoy what I'm doing. So I, I, I appreciate you taking that time to let me know. Hey, man, I'm listening. 
Oh my goodness. Check out the show notes for some bonus information like my social media stuff. I've included my link tree, which has uh, the links to all my most used social medias and platforms. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, my YouTube channels, and more. It's all in one spot. And speaking of one of my YouTube channels, um, the, the second channel that I've created, Paranormal Blacktivity. Chris and I have found another location that we would like to investigate. We haven't had the time to film it just yet. We have to go on a day that it's not as many people. Also, we want to do it like, or like around the time dusk comes because it's always fun to film a paranormal video uh, when, it, when it's starting to get dark, you know. But in other news, I probably shouldn't even be saying this because I don't know what's going to happen. But we may be able to very soon have our first paranormal blacktivity investigation in someone's home. I, I, I don't know more details than that. Uh, once I get more, I will share that with you. But the moment that happens, I'll let you guys know that's going to be a fun one. That was a huge goal of mine was to be able to let people know whether or not their homes are haunted or not. Now, I can't get rid of shit. OK, but I can let you know if you're crazy or not. I can do that. <laughs> For those of you interested in uh, in writing me or sending uh, sending things, my PO box is Amber Smiles Jones, PO Box five three three Lovejoy Georgia three zero two five zero. You can literally send me anything you want, and I will open them and I'll be sure to to film that and post the video of the unboxing on my first YouTube channel, which is also which is also called Professionally Silly. So go ahead and check that out. Once again, I'm your audible boothang, Amber Smiles Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. I'll leave you with this. Does a straw have two holes or just one? Yeah, that's the kind of shit that make you think, don't it? Yo, fam, it's silly out here. Mm -hmm.